0: This is Kim and April with Big Girl Pants Podcast, Episode
1: 8. Hi! Welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast, where we're here to talk about women, health, power, and wealth. Hosted by April Melton and Kimberly Shapiro. We are real women with real jobs doing real life.
0: We're here to talk about our careers, our family, our health, and how to manage it all.
1: We, as women, know what it feels like to try to be Super mom, super fit, wrinkle-free, all the while
0: climbing the corporate ladder.
1: Sound, Sound familiar? familiar? Then this show is for you.
0: So stay tuned. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I am really, really good. Okay, so we're back, and this is episode
1: eight. Wow.
0: And I can't we believe have... we're saying that. I know. It took us a <laughs> long so time. It took us a long time to get here. Wow. Yeah. So we have with us today Miss Marilee Kick, who is the founder of BuzzBall's Southern Champion. So excited to have you here. You have no idea. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much. So, um, yeah, the whole like episode eight thing to a lot of people, that doesn't sound like a big deal, but to us, massive. (laughs) has It's a long long road. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It took us so long. We couldn't get the equipment to work. We couldn't get the software to work. We couldn't. I don't even know what else was it. We just couldn't launch. Oh my gosh, it was just everything. Time. Well, and we Time. had to have
1: we had to have you know cover art for the podcast. We had to do that. We had to decide which picture yes. was going to be the best. We had to use a uh, graphic designer to make this you know the size for the podcast for iTunes to format like everything, just right. everything. And we did it all on our own. We did. So and it was very like it was empowering number one, but very frustrating because right. we don't have limitless funds just to go out and spend. so Marilee, we are
0: somewhat perfectionist. And it was, if it wasn't going to be right, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Okay. And then we finally got to a place where we're like, look, it's just going to have to happen. Like it's just going <laughs> to have to, we're just going to have to go start before you're ready. Yeah. So, yeah. well, um, again, thank you for being here. Sure. Really, really appreciate it. Um, a couple of things. Um, the reason we wanted you here, number one, um, Merrily has such a fantastic story, such an inspirational story, and I'm, I want you to to tell that tale if you will we 'll get to that, but we focus on uh, in, in the last six episodes anyway it 's really been about female empowerment and not m- not from a male bashing perspective, just how do we find the confidence to do what it is that we want to do? You know we get so caught up in our day to day and we forget that we actually do have the power within. We never get too old to have dreams and goals and et cetera, et cetera. What I love about your story is that you were in your 40s when you launched your company. And so I think that's super empowering for not just women, for people who are 40 plus and think, well, too old. Can't do it. You know, I'm expired. Like my husband is... 55 years old. And he really says all the time, well, I'm too old. I can't do that. And I'm like, that is so not true. What a defeating attitude. I mean, there is that. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> so I would just like you to kind of share a little bit about your story, how you started, um, buzz balls and where you found the courage to, um, to get where you are right now. But, but to start with, um,
1: like how you got the idea.
2: Okay, well... Um, Make sure you talk, I, like, as
1: close to the microphone as you can.
2: I um, it. W- I, I was getting my master's degree at school. That, uh, Plano, I, I worked at Plano West, and mm. um, they had a teacher empowerment program that was kind of like a, I don't know, a development program that they said that they would help pay for our master's degree if we wanted to go get it, but it had to be in administration or mm. English or science or one of the hard, um, hard what do you call it, classes, Um, and I taught business classes, so they weren't interested in helping me in business. I could go into being an admin if I wanted to, and I didn't want that, so I fought for that, and they said, okay, well, we'll let you go get your MBA, so I got my MBA, and I was the first one to get my MBA um, through that program. After I graduated, it was like the, the last... Well, right before you graduated, you have a, a final kind of thesis class, um, a team group thing where you um, come up with a project and you see it oh. through. You do a whole capstone type of um, project. And so I call it my master's degree thesis project. Okay. And so um, we were looking for ideas. I was grading papers as a school teacher by the pool, you know, in Plano. And, um, I had a cocktail with me as was normal, um, and you know, just grading papers. And I thought, you know, I shouldn't have a glass container out here by the pool. I should have something plastic. And I had a round votive candle next to me from Sweden when I lived in Sweden. And it was one of those glass snowball things. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I made like a little party ball that was like, you know, about the size of a ball, you know, that's a single serve. Um, and made it strong enough that I didn't feel full. Um, and I, I recall th- sitting on a plane and going, geez, I really want to get buzzed. But, you know, <laughs> we uh, know nothing that. <laughs> about that. But, you know, I have to have six beers or something before right. I do that. And then I'm just constantly up and in the bathroom. So um, I wanted something where, you know, you didn't feel fat. You didn't feel bulky. You didn't have to go to the bathroom, but you got like a little buzz from it. Right. You know? And it wasn't too expensive. So that required more alcohol. Um so uh, and they
0: work people. I've yes. had parties in my pool um
1: with some buzz balls <laughs> and
0: you don't need that many. Oh, and I <laughs> loved the
1: part um in the article that you sent me about like the tennis the tennis oh, ball yeah. can. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Man, genius." Cuz I loved opening a, a pack of tennis balls. Like I just love yeah, the sound effect and everything <laughs> yeah. and then I was like, "Man, that's genius." Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had a hard time with that because um When I first started, I was trying to think of a way to make a plastic round ball with a lid on it. Right. And all I could think of was a kid's sippy cup top. Oh, yeah. And I thought, well, that's not sterile. It's not safe. And it's not something that a machine applies. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it has to be uh, aseptically packed, you know, and all these kinds of things. And so I was researching, trying to figure out how to do this to make this round party ball idea um and and one of the first things i did was i asked my students you know like what kind of name do you think we should make this you know <laughs> and so my students were coming back with sh- wasted balls and oh my <laughs> cake balls and you know um uh, party balls and um you know we came up with some really good ones and then we finally settled on buzz balls so buzz balls was the one that we ended up staying with i wanted party balls um, because we are in the Bible Belt down here in Texas, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, buzz is a word that maybe people won't like, you know, they'll, they'll be turned off by it. Um, and when I went to my first distributor appointment, that was mm-hmm. one of the questions they had, um, Blair Casey, the guy that I was um, interviewing with, so to say um at Glazier said, you know, I don't know. I think people are gonna be turned off by the word buzzballs. Let's go with Tropic Chillers, you know, and I came up with that other name as well for our wine-based ones. And I thought, well, you know, it's just not as sexy of a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's palm tree ish and it's coconutty or whatever, but right. it's not um sit in November in your jacuzzi, you know, type of drink. So I wanted something that was just pretty normal and anyway but came up with the name buzz balls um i asked miller coors who owned party balls if i could have that name and they told me no um they wanted to keep it um so what i did was i went to the party balls website and realized that the domain name wasn't taken so i pointed it at mm. buzz balls <laughs> <laughs> so smart oh my gosh yeah, i so love smart. it smart yeah i bought all the domains that were similar and um so smart, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, the lessons
1: we're learning right now, yeah, I know, I'm like
2: the wheels are spinning, <laughs> yeah, so um anyway, started off with buzz balls, and um i I really wanted you know I got my my degree, and that was my project, and I had done all the work on it, and what was funny was you know you, I hated team projects at school yeah. because I was, like, the only one that ever did anything. Right. And, um, or, or at least I thought so. And, um, <laughs> you know, it seemed like I was the only one that ever showed up for the meetings. I was the only one that did the work. Right. Um, and then other people would, like, miss the meetings because of work or they were sick or their daughter was ill or, you know, blah, 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 excuse after excuse, you know. And I was just like, all right. I'll do it, you know, and just get it done. Well, anyway, um, the project was over, and um, the girls on my team gave me a B for teamwork um, for a peer review. You're like,
0: oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, so
2: I had an A, and I had done everything in um, in that class. I had A's all the way through my master's degree. This was my final, final class, and I had an A in the class, and the peer review knocked me to an eighty-nine. And oh. so my teacher was gonna give me a B in the class. And I pleaded with him. I came in, I said, Look, don't don't do this, you know, because you know I did all the work, you know I did the financials, you know I did the marketing plan, you know I did all this. Right. Stuff. And he goes, Yeah, I know, but you gotta learn how to work with people. I'm like, fuck that, you know. <laughs> I was so pissed. And I was like Thank oh, you for
1: saying that. Bullshit. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And
2: so I was so <laughs> mad. And um anyway. He ended up giving me an A. and um, He was scared. Yeah, he was scared of me. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but he came back two or three years later, and he awarded me the Distinguished Alumni Award oh. for Texas Women's University. And so it was a big to-do in front of the administration. And so I, I won that. So Very that was cool. really cool. All know? because you stood up. Yeah, well, you know, it was a big deal right. to me to have straight A's through, through that class and through my whole Program. Yeah. You know, so it was important. Um, Just a goal, I guess. But anyway, after I got done, I wanted to take it live and I didn't have any money. I was working as a teacher. I was also working as a newscaster at um, TSN, Texas State Network News, an affiliate of um, CBS. And so I had been doing that, working as a teacher, raising two kids, doing the hockey shuttle, the golf shuttle, you know, all that stuff with the kids, and then getting my degree as well. And so then I thought, okay, well, I have got to start this business. My husband and I were not having a good time. Um, You know, we'd been married, shoot, I don't even remember how long it was at that time. It had been bad for quite a while. Yeah. Um, And uh, we were about to get a divorce and he was having an affair and, you know, I was just sick of it, you know, and I was just like, fine, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna, he moved out to live in an apartment and, um you know, I had the kids and I was just like, I'm going to make this work, you know? And so I remember before he moved out, I wanted to, um, I had put down the money from my grandfather's inheritance that he gave me on our house. So it was like Mm $69,000 that I had in total. And I put that down on our house. And so that was our equity in the house. And so the bank said, well, If you get a home equity line of credit, a HELOC, um, we will uh, apply that as your contribution and then we'll pitch in a little bit and, you know, and then, you know, get an SBA loan for a part of it a little bit. And all in all together, I ended up with $178,500. You know, that's what I had to start the business. And um, that's all I could ever, ever, ever get. Yeah. You know, and I had my car as collateral. I had... You know the HELOC borrowing base mm-hmm. as a collateral, and you know I just didn't have anything, and they kept coming back with "You're just a teacher, you're um, you just, a, you teacher. just right. a teacher, just a no, teacher." I know it sounds terrible, but um, well, especially they not that all teachers are banks, honorable. But... It's not the honor; it's the money, and yeah. banks don't care about that. They just care about the money. It's Makes like, sense, Are you but... gonna pay me back? You know, and what's your risk factor? I, you're a teacher, and you make fifty grand a year. So, uh, how are you going to pay me back?
0: I think what's interesting, though, is that I get it. Like you're a teacher, you don't have the the the, the, the salary really to for us to find a, a sense of peace in this. But she was a teacher of entrepreneurship, and what's it marketing, business law, international business, internet, yeah. Yeah. business yeah. You know,
2: all those things. Yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew how to create a business plan. I, I had run businesses before small businesses that I had started, you know, and I had an entrepreneurial vein in my body, but I just, gee, you know, it was really hard, you know, and I thought, okay, finally, they said they're going to do it. They're going to give me this home equity line of credit, you know, I'll, I'll get this SBA loan. And, and I still had not told my husband right. that I had, I had taken every penny <laughs> I was getting paid as a teacher And rented a warehouse Um, and while he was out working, uh, not really working, he was playing golf on the weekends, I was out working in this warehouse, cleaning it, going to Home Depot, getting new locks, putting new door handles on, you know, painting, cleaning, you know, and, and fixing it up and getting it ready um so I did that and applied for my permits and did all this stuff and I still hadn't told him that I had done this. <laughs> and I was taking a month to month lease on this warehouse. It cost me $3000 a month and that's oh all my I gosh. could do. You know, and I had nothing else, and that's, you know, and I pleaded with the landlord, don't make me sign a lease, because I don't know if I'm going to get my permits or not. And if I don't get my permits, I'm not keeping the building, so. Do you remember, I mean, do you look back now and think, how the hell did I do it? I had to. You know, I remember laying <laughs> She's there. She's like, nope, not at all. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 It's yeah. no, it was terrifying. Um, uh, the night before I signed the lease, I was laying there in bed, my husband next to me, and I, 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 he still didn't know anything about it, and... I just remember thinking this is a crossroad in my life, mm-hmm. a fork in the road. I have to decide to do this. There's no more time. It's like right before surgery or something. You yeah. don't you can't change your mind anymore. That's you know, right. it's like done. So you have to decide either go for it or pull out completely. And right. and I thought, you know, if I if I stop this train right now, I'll never do it. Mm-hmm. Ever. You know, I will always be a teacher. I will always um never have money. I will always feel in fear of never having money, never having freedom, and always being a pawn to him where he would tell me what to do, treat me like shit, and I would, you know, always just be under his thumb. Yeah you know. And I thought, you know, I don't want to be under anybody's thumb anymore. I wanna have my own money and I don't want to have to be relying on somebody else. I can't rely on somebody else. I can't be somebody else. I have to be myself and I have to do this for me. And so I was terrified because the risk of failure was high and everybody kept telling me, Oh geez, you're almost 50. God, I wouldn't have done that. You know, that's a big risk. And now they're looking at you going, I wish I would have an idea that Mm. I (laughs) could." Yeah. You know, and and it wasn't easy. It was scary. And, you know, my kids would come out after I finally told my husband about it. I'm like, hey, you know, I have to tell you about something. I have uh, this project that I started and um, I am, I'm ready to get a loan. But the only catch is they want you to co-sign.
1: Oh, shit. The nail in the
2: coffin, right? The fact right? that you had, number one, you needed him now. And yeah. you didn't want to know. need him. Yeah. I know. And so... It took a lot of arm wrangling and begging and pleading and saying, you know, look, I have to put the house um, mm-hmm. equity up for this HELOC. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like that. Um, he was like, don't touch our 401- my 401K. My he's like, 401K. don't touch my 401K. Don't touch any of our savings. I'm like, we don't have any savings. <laughs> and he's like, don't touch my paycheck. You know, and he, he moved his... As he was signing his paperwork, he moved his bank account to another bank. So his direct deposit would come into a so bank. So could that not only, touch it. Yeah, so I couldn't touch it. I didn't have a name on that account or anything. Well, so he did his direct deposit into a separate bank. And, you know, I thanked him for it. And I said, you know, I'll work really hard. And, you know, the kids worked. And, you know, he didn't. He would still play golf and do his thing. And there were a couple of days that he did come out and help. Um But, you know, I mean, his heart wasn't in it. He was terrified. He's a financial guy, and it's a high risk thing, kind of like a banker. You know, it's like not interested in supporting you because your chances of failure are pretty high. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, I can't afford to fail. Right. I love
0: that you're open minded enough, though, to not resent him. Um, or or did you at any point? Yeah, I did. yeah, yeah. At I was going to say, did yeah. you actually? <laughs> Let's talk about
1: that. <laughs> I just want to say, I really, I'm, I appreciate your like your candidness. Like, I, I'm, it's hard. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling all like I'm really excited about like the energy that you have and the way that you're discussing this is like so like honest and mm-hmm. not. I don't it's feel like, you're, raw. yeah, <laughs> raw. Like I really appreciate that because it's like, I can identify with so many steps in your story right now. And I feel like that's what our viewers, our listeners will hear too, yeah. is just how raw you are. You're like, I didn't, I didn't want to ask anybody for money. I didn't, that's, that was my exact reason as to why I got divorced. Cause I was tired of asking and having to live under somebody's thumb. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck that. I don't yeah. want to do that anymore. Like, Yeah. yeah. I really like it. So I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah.
0: It's and that's what people need to hear. It's what, well, women need to hear, but people need to hear. Yeah. I mean, there's so many women, especially that don't feel confident enough in their ability to go out and do whatever it is they want to do. Maybe, you know, it may not be create a business, but it could be anything. And if, if their husband doesn't approve or give his stamp of approval or say, I'm behind you, go honey, I'll give you what you need. Then they don't, don't they don't do it. Yeah. They just, they need that validation. And well, you I think
2: that um, when you try to be somebody else other than your real self, mm-hmm. you know, I think women in particular, I just came back from another conference where I was with women, and and a lot of these young girls are sales mm-hmm. and they're starting their first jobs out of college or have been there 10, 15 years even, but they're still insecure.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm.
2: all the guys are up on the leadership side of the fence, you know, and they're the executives and the women are the admins and the salespeople Mm -hmm. and the, and the doers of all things, but not the executive. Right. And you know, I think that that support has to come from within. It doesn't come from outside. That's right. You don't get it from, you will get love from your kids. You'll get support from your parents, most parents, good parents. Um, and, and you will get hopefully love from your husband, but, um, you know when that fails it's like you just like you said pull up your big girl pants That's you know right. you got to you got to you got to make changes and you're in control of your own destiny and you can't be who somebody tells you to be or what you've read in a magazine you know you're not going to look the same you're not going to act the same you're mm-hmm. not going to be the same and if somebody tells you to do this. And when they say that, do this, you know, no, you, you've got to do what instinctually feels right for you. You've got to do you. Yeah. And you have to be
1: dependent upon yourself. and Not anybody else. right.
2: Yeah. I remember one time, I mean, this is a stupid example, but it's, it goes back to the heart of the matter. When I was young, had my two kids, they were babies. I was taking a flight from Dallas to Montana. It had a connection in Salt Lake city. It landed at like 11 o'clock at night. And, um, it had a connection and if I missed that flight, I would miss my flight to Montana and it mm. was a one hour drive once I got to Montana, you know, oh, so yeah. it was a real late get in at one in the morning type of thing. And, uh, my husband convinced me, what do you pack in an overnight bag for? What do you need diapers for? What do you need formula for? It's just a one, you know, a couple hours in the flight or whatever. And I said, well, what happens if, you know, I don't make my connection, right? You know, and so I, like a fool, listened to him because he wasn't on that flight. You know, I was there with the two kids and the flight got missed. And so we didn't get to our next flight. I had to be shuttled to some hotel in the middle of the winter. Um, I didn't have any formula for the baby. I didn't have any new diapers for the baby. It was all packed away in the suitcases, which is on a plane somewhere else. And, you know, I just thought, this is the last freaking time I do this. If if he tells me to, and I don't agree with it, I'm going to do what I think I need to do. And I don't care if he likes it or not. I'm going to do it. It's your life. It's your life. And And, you're the one who's going to be there. (laughs) And you're the one that has to take care of things.
1: That's, yes.
2: You know, you nurture the kids. You nurture yourself. You nurture your parents. You take care of the bills. You know, you... Here's another dumb one, too. Just uh, how how guys are so single-tracked. And I hate to bash guys, but sometimes I do. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, like, the, my husband, he did this one time, and I just thought, this epitomizes a man in general. Oh, I can't and, wait. And it's like he went up to microwave something. We were both in the kitchen doing stuff. And he, he put something in the microwave, and it's like for two minutes or whatever. And he's standing there, and I said, Hey, could you get the clothes out of the dryer and put the washer stuff in? And he's like, I can't. I'm busy. I'm like, What are you doing? <laughs> watching I'm, the I'm microwave like, cook. Yes, he's watching the freaking oh, microwave cook. Man. I'm like, You got a minute 40. Do you know what I can do with a minute 40? Right? I could set the table. I could unload the dishes. I, you know, I mean, like, I don't sit there and watch the microwave spin. So, you know, I mean, but, but guys somehow have this. This was very, like, very one track. It's very one track. They cut out all noise with exception of that one focus. Yeah. And and we're not like that. Women in general are not like that. We've got People talking to us, kids clanging on us. We got phone ringing. That's we right. got Bills to pay. We got dishes. To and we home. are proud of how much we can cram yeah. into one
0: little
1: moment. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And oh, we've for got sure. to do lists that are yes, huge, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. They're never ending. They yeah. never end. Never. No, it's so true. It's like you feel guilty if you even have a moment of downtime. You're like, there's something that there's some there's some self help book that I could be reading right now in my <laughs> moment of leisure. Like, oh, yeah. and yeah. then
2: and then your husband comes and goes. Why don't you work out? You're like <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. Oh,
0: my gosh. It's so funny. So my husband is a workout guy. Like, Okay. We've been married 19 years, and every day, he works out every day, and he's gone for two hours every day. It's so a big awesome. deal. Big part of his life, right? Great. Yay, him. But when we, when the kids were little, especially, you know, I w- I was working full-time. I was in school full-time, raising the kids, keeping the house clean. Doing all the the things that we do, cooking, getting the homework done, blah, 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 whatever it is, taking, (laughs) you know, calls from work, whatever. And he would always question why I never had time to go to the gym. And I'm like, I could become a serial killer right now. Like I could. (laughs) I could snap right now. Right now. Have we ever seen snapped? This is the shit that causes it. (laughs) (laughs) So it just always was baffling to me because I'm like, all you have to do is go to work and then go to the gym. And that's not necessarily true now. He, well, and he to be fair, like
1: bad. your, your kids, Can I have a drink? yes, drink. your kids were your kids from a previous marriage. Like he came in, he's a, he's stepdad. He's yes, not so, like dad, dad. True. Yeah. So
0: I was always a little extra protective of kind of his time, if, if you will, because I didn't want him to feel like, Oh my God, what I took on. Uh, like, you know, you're so, such a burden. Yeah. yeah you're I such a, that's Because exactly he didn't like it. propose
1: to you or want to marry you like with your kids. I know, but it, whole
0: package. I always owned that. Oh, I like know. he did me some kind of favor I get it. by marrying me. Right. And. You know, there's in the back of my mind, I still kind of feel like that a little bit because he kind of pseudo saved me. I was 22 years old, single mom, living in this little bitty, sharing a bedroom, one, one bedroom. with my kids, yeah. one bedroom apartment. And so, in a in a way, he kind of saved me from from that. But I needed to get rid of the baggage that he saved me. Right. It's like, he didn't save you. No. But anyway,
1: yeah. so digressing. he wanted to enhance his life with your presence. Thank you for saying you're that. welcome. Yeah. Okay, That's what he wanted, and <laughs> he thought you were really hot. Mm,
0: let's, let's be
1: real. Okay, mm. <laughs> so
0: well, I want to call attention to some of your accolades because it's almost like you've lived like nine lives. I know the things that you have accomplished. I mean, you, your list is like I was okay, so CBS news anchor, writer.
2: For yeah, I've been a writer, a I've writer, been a actress. Writer. I've been an actress and then voice I've uh, been a model. That was way before these. This. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, but
0: it's like you've yeah. had so many different careers and so been many different teacher. career paths.
2: Yeah, I've worked for EDS as a computer programmer, Computer Sciences Corporation as I a business analyst. Love that. Did yeah, anybody so ever a, not attack you? Did anybody
0: ever? Um, say that you were like confused professionally. Like, do you ever know? Cause I get, I used to get that. I was a real estate agent. Then it was an accountant. Then I got into staffing and you know what? My parents, especially my mother, mom, she's the <laughs> one that's like, you're like a butterfly <laughs> you just go from mm-hmm. here to there. Anthropomorphize everywhere. And I'm like, no mom, I just have a lot of interests and I wanted to make sure that I was doing the right thing. You know that I wanted to be doing, but whatever. But you've done so many things.
2: Well, when I started out of college, I I got a degree a degree in finance and computer science. So oh, okay. and I got hired by Ross Perot straight out of college. So okay. and they didn't take me for my great wizardry financial experience. They took me for my computer scienceness, <laughs> and, and and I didn't want to work in computer science. I wanted a finance job because I always thought I'd see myself as the wolf of Wall Street, you know, yeah. type of thing. But no, um, so I ended up with a bunch of geeks doing computer stuff and it was funny you know i i didn't like it but i was good at it and it it was nonstop. i would work 110 hours a week it yeah. was nonstop. and then one time i remember at eds i'd been there six years working on another implementation it was one after another after another and they just wore us down yeah. to the bone and, and and you know every christmas card it was you know, I haven't done anything other than work or, you know, I haven't done anything. I've, other than work, I haven't done anything. Yeah. Zero. No, no vacations except for the one week at Christmas and the one week at summer and that's it. And I, and I started realizing that one time it was Labor Day weekend. We're, we're coming up on Labor Day now and I had met my husband and we wanted to go camping. And even though it was 100 degrees, we wanted to go camping. <laughs> that in. sounds like fun yeah. in Texas. <laughs> and so um, I took off for the three-day weekend, Friday, sa- or what was it, Fra- Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and took off for that weekend. I came back on Tuesday to my boss standing above me, towering man above me, saying, do I need to worry about you? And I said, why? And he said, because you were gone all weekend and we were here working. And I said, well... You know, I needed a break, and he was like, you know, they're not paying me any extra to, you know, they're paying me $20,000 a year to be a slave for them, you know, and I remember going, I clocked 110 hours this week, you called me at 3 a.m. twice this week to come in with my hair in a ponytail and fix this computer problem. You know, it was just slavery. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, after doing that for six years and then going to another company and having my chil- child child for the first time, you know, it was like, oh, my gosh, they wanted me to travel all the time. You know, be up in Oklahoma, you know, five days out of the week and then come back on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I can't do that either to my kid. You know? Yeah. So, so I switched that. And then I, I decided to stay home with my kids. So stayed home with the kids and... Um, I thought, well, while I'm here, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm beautiful. (laughs) I'm going to go be an actress and I'm going to get into film and television just for fun. I'll learn it. I'll read it. And no history of that, right? No history. Well, you know, I was Miss Helena and, you know, did a few little modeling things in Montana, you know, little things like that. Okay. It was Montana. Come on, you know, so. But in Dallas, you're like, you know what? I'm going to be an actress. Why? Yeah, because why not? I can. <laughs> why not? You know? And my husband said just do something, you know, you pretty little lady, you just go do what you want to do, you know, go have some fun. And so I was like, "Okay, well, this is what I want to do." And he was like, "Oh
0: my god." He's like, "That's not what you I want meant." want to
2: do that. And and I'm like, "Yeah, I got my headshots and I got this." I got and he's like, oh, you're going to start smoking, aren't you? And, you know, <laughs> he was sure I was going to become... What a weird, weird random. He's like, you're going to be a Hollywood... Like Kate Moss. Fake, <laughs> fake person, you know, just all drama and all of this stuff. And you're just going to start smoking and become really weird and get tattoos all over and stuff. Yeah, and you're, yeah that's exactly what I'm going to do. my and all that stuff. <laughs> so,
0: you're like, do you know? even know
2: me? Like, did you... <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, that was weird. Um, so he didn't really support that move either until I became the head of Women in Film and Television and won this Crystal Award and, you know, won all You're like, I really had to
1: go above and beyond to prove myself I, so that you yeah, would believe like, in me. Yeah, like I
2: made $3 million with this organization, this 501c3 that I started, you know, and um, had all the support from the leaders of the industry. And then and he goes, okay, we're going to move to Sweden. And then I was like, okay, well... I'll say goodbye to all that then, and then we moved to Sweden, and I did voiceovers up there, worked for Ericsson, and... um... You know. were the queen of reinventing yeah, yourself. so I, I had to <laughs> reinvent myself based on my scenario, my yeah. situation. But because of all that voiceover work that I had done in um, Sweden, you know, for like Sprite and Felix Pizza, and, you know, just all kinds of voiceover work. Small brands. Um, yeah, no big deal. I came to Dallas and they listened to my reel and they said, okay, well, we want you for the news. So then I got the radio job. And then I... I didn't like the hours that the radio gave me. I was commuting from Plano to the ballpark in Arlington every day. Oh, wow. And I had little kids. So, you know, it was 7 o'clock, and they've got their little concert or their recital or their whatever, you know, play. And I'm still at work, Mm. you know. So, And it was Thanksgiving, and I have to work that day because I'm the newest person. Or Christmas Day, and I have to work that day because everybody else is more senior than me. So you know, I mean, the whole thirty grand or thirty-five grand or whatever they were paying me there, I'm like, wow, you know, it's really just not worth it. Right. But I love doing it. It's a lot of fun. It doesn't pay anything, but it's a glamorous job, and you know, it's a lot of fun. You know, right. And so, um, and high stress. So while. Working at the radio station, I applied for a teaching job at Plano West, got it because I already had my degrees in computer science, economics, finance, and all this experience in radio, TV. So they um, gave me like three or four certifications to teach in different areas at Plano West and they needed teachers and I thought, perfect, it's in my school district, I'll have the same hours as my kids. Perfect, And I can work weekends when I want to um, at the radio and still do that part-time. And then the gig came up on the on on the teacher enrichment program to get my MBA, and then okay. that's where this all started. So, right? Yeah.
0: I love that you have this internal desire slash drive yeah, to always do more, be more, experience more. Like you're not. It's fine. It seems to me like you're not in a good way. You're not ever satisfied. Like you're always going to want the next best thing in a good way. It's not like you're not. You sound like my husband
2: there for a minute. Well, you know? it means it, I don't mean
0: like from a gratitude. It sounds like you're incredibly um, gracious of the things you've accomplished. You, you're proud of yourself. But you're always going to want more. I'm yeah. that way. I'm don't not always. Still. No, I don't either. And I'm, I just love that. I love that you're always driving yourself to accomplish more. Yeah. Which
1: is it's impressive. Funny. It is. It's not common. So I have a question. Um, and this
0: is really more for, um, I have a friend who reached out to me on Facebook, um, messaged me on, she doesn't have any children, but she is working. Um, she's uh, pursuing her master's degree right now. Just got married, just bought a house, and she's kind of struggling a little bit with how to just balance it all. Um, so she reached out to me, and she's like, I'm so excited about your podcast because I'm really struggling right now. You were raising kids and going to school and getting your master's degree or MBA. And how old are her kids? She does not, that's the thing. She does not have kids. So okay. she's working full time, and I think just um, throwing in her master's de- program with buying a house and getting married and all of that. But she said, how do how I- How old is she? Maybe 30. I don't know if she's quite 30, but my, my question is what, or, or for you, what advice do you have for her? Um, or for in, anyone or for anyone. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. finding how, how to balance all of that, because while it doesn't seem like a lot to you because you, you're almost like that, um, like Buddha like figure <laughs> with like nine arms, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know there's a name for it. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah. Um, not everybody has that gift. Yeah. So do you have any advice on how to balance everything?
2: I, I'm a list maker, so I do a lot of things by list. And, um, you know, I, I, I also look down the road, too, and go, where what is it that I really want to achieve? Mm-hmm. And then go for those goals and then keep plugging away at them. Um, but I think that it depends on... Everybody has a different stress level right. that they can tolerate, And I, I think that I'm a, a very extreme multitasker and so I can get a lot of stuff done and Mm -hmm. I like to get stuff done fast. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: that's, that's us for sure. I don't
2: have a lot of patience with myself either, you know? So it's like, boom, 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 boom. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Right. You know, tick tock, let's go, you know? So I want to do things quickly, but some people, um, are, are not wired that way. Right. Um, I have a son who, um, you know, he moves at his own drum, his own beat. (laughs) He is not bothered if somebody is waiting for him. It doesn't make him go any faster, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) And he just gets stuff done when he gets it done. It doesn't stress him. It doesn't bother. Whereas me, it would freak me out. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, And, you know, in terms of, like, your friend, you know, I don't know her stress level, if she can handle very much or not, you know, but... I think she just really needs to figure out what she wants to do with her one life that she has to live and, you know, figure out if, if it's worth it, you know, does she really want that stress of doing school? What is it that she's trying to get by going to school? And, you know, she's got this house and what, why does she have this particular house? Does she want to entertain in it? You know, oh, yeah. what does she want to do with it? Does she want to have kids in it? You know, maybe she's not ready for more yet. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's an, that's a hard lesson to learn too. Cause sometimes people go, oh, I want to retire and be a millionaire by the time I'm 30, <laughs> you know, and, and that's not reality. You right. Know? Especially if you've got kids and you've got things that you still have to accomplish, the foundation, right? you know, and sometimes you have to wait for your kids to get older before you either have money or you have freedom Mm -hmm. to go do it. Because when little kids are at home, you don't have any freedom. There's mommy, I want, I want, and you just like say, I just want to It's all consuming. That's right. You know, let me, (laughs) I just want to take a shower. Yeah. Just please, can I have an hour to myself? No, no, you can't ever. (laughs) No, no, you don't. It's unacceptable.
0: I think too, to know your why, I think if you know why you're doing something and what the ultimate goal is and what you're trying to achieve, what you're trying to reach, it is your, it's, it, that becomes your motivation. And I think you can accomplish it's so much be more. something
2: you want. Though. It's gotta be something yeah. for you, yeah. because, for you, not yeah. for your
0: kids, not for your husband, not for anything right. else. You can't you.
2: be it for somebody else. That's right. Like my husband wants me to be a supermodel and not be fat. Right. You know, so it's like, would I work out? Hell no, you know, but if, <laughs> if I want, no. but if I want it for me, that's right. then I'll do it, yeah, you know, because yeah. I need it because I am doing something here, you know, but yep. if, and, and then if he goes, if he even compliments me and says, Hey, good job, keep it up. That pisses me off yeah, because my God, it's I like, swear I'm not doing it for you. Yeah. You know, don't tell me to keep it up. I'm not doing this and you're motivating me by t- saying, keep it up. Yeah. You know that well, and their idea
0: off. of motivating is so off. my husband will say <laughs> the, just the in my opinion, the dumbest shit when he's trying to motivate me, you know it's just stuff like keep it up or I don't know, I can't even think of a good example right now, but it's not uplifting, it's yeah. more like task oriented and I'm like. You telling me what to do is never going to make me want to do it. It's not helping. It's not helping. It's not helping.
1: (laughs) It's all for me. And I think for your friend, too, uh, for me, because obviously, like, I'm a single mom. I have a full-time job. uh, You know, we do this podcast. And just that alone. I also, like, work out all the time. So it's like, for her, it's like you said, too, like, piggybacking off what you said. You know, she has to find her internal driver. For Mm -hmm. me, I know my why. So I know that, you know... I don't get a lot of free time ever if I Say do. Single mom over yeah, there. Yeah. If I do, ever. And then it's like, not only that, you know, when I do get some free time, I'm always feeling like there's something else that I could be doing. But, you know, I don't I don't get to watch TV. That, that's just something that I've had to eliminate from my life. I don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. Like, the only, like, real social interaction is, you know, uh, like, social media or, like, podcasts. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's kind of like how I feed myself socially aside from my job because I am in sales. So... But, you know, that's work. Like, even socializing with my clients is still work. It's so
2: important to find something that you are passionate about because that way it doesn't feel like work. Exactly. And I mean, that doesn't mean that it's not hard. No, it doesn't mean it's not hard. It just means that you'll work harder at it. Exactly. Because you really, really want it. Like, I love what I do right now. I I don't even think that I'm working. It doesn't feel like I'm working when I'm working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but when I worked for someone else, it definitely felt like right. I was working. Yeah. And you've
0: created um, a legacy. Like this is a, a lasting business that your kids can take
2: sure. over. I mean, that's huge. And my husband works for me too. Oh, that's you know, which so is great. Really awesome. You know, and, <laughs> so you know, great. and I've learned to appreciate all of his skills as well because, you know, he's a CFO, he's smart and. Yeah you know, he's funny and, you know, all those things that I loved about him to begin with, you know, are starting to come back around, you know, so. Maybe just
0: alleviating the stress, you know, that the financial pressure and, you know, before when you were.
2: Yeah. Now I'm the big breadwinner and, you know, um, I, I still make all the financial decisions in the house. It's just that now it's without. Right, right, exactly, and that al- alleviates a lot of the stress, which
0: brings out their personality. Because if he's anything like my husband, when he's stressed, all of the beautiful things about his personality die, <laughs> and then he just yeah, becomes—they go this, in hiding. Yeah, he just becomes this anxious, um, you know, kind of negative, pessimistic human instead of this funny, engaging, wonderful person that I love. So I think, if, especially if I was able to take a lot of the financial pressure off his plate. I know he would be, you know, just a different person.
2: I I just really want to tell all the listeners out there to make sure if you are women, make sure you you are financially independent of Mm -hmm. your husband, no matter what. You know, I mean, it's so easy to go, oh, I need a sugar daddy or whatever. I need somebody Mm and I'm going to be beautiful and they're just going to take care of me. That doesn't happen in real life. You know, Donald Trump... You know, yep. he's going to dump you as soon as you can. That's you know, I was going to say, gonna nor does it last. Wife.2, and, yep. you know, it's, you know, it's, it, it's there's always somebody better if yeah. you're not a challenge anymore, if you're not maintaining yourself, if you're not growing your own way, if you're not confident at all. Right. You, the only way you're going to be confident is if you're self-sufficient That's and right. good at something and making enough money that you can, you can have, um, mad money where you just say, Hey, I, I'm ha- I'm done. Yep. You know, what you're doing is wrong. We don't agree anymore. And divorce is common nowadays. So it's no big deal. Um, well it is, but it's, well, it, yeah, it also, there's not that stigma you know, that there used to be. Right. Yeah. And you know, I mean, you have to be able to be on your own yep. and take care of your kids. And have a life. So, that's I mean, right. your friend that's, like, out there trying to get a work-life balance, you know, just work, 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 and get to where you are sufficient. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a goal.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. We talked about that one of our podcasts. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to any of them, but one of them was um, women, this plight, just you've got to be able to self-sustain. You've got to be able to take care of yourself. If your husband walks in one day and says, you know what? I found somebody else. Or, you know what? I'm just bored. Or, you know what? Or, you know... God forbid passes away or something that you know that you haven't planned for so you've got
2: to be prepared and I don't- you- how many women don't even know their husband's passwords or where the insurance is or where the bank accounts are or what, a lot. where are the investments? Do you have a 401k? Do you have life insurance? Oh, I don't know. Do I just, have...
1: I just let my husband do all of that. Like I, mean, I just don't, I don't know. know that.
2: And you know, I, I have a friend that's like that too. She goes, I've never written a check in my life. I don't even know how to write an envelope. Oh no. You know? And I'm just like, Oh my God, what if your husband dies? What are you going to do? She goes, I don't know. Maybe you guys will help me. But, you know, I just, I, it kills me being such an independent woman to yeah. see another beautiful human being go through that. That's right. But she chooses it and she likes it, you know, and you can't She likes it right something. now. Right. She
0: won't like it so much if she maybe. finds herself, or you're right, she'll just maybe lean your, on maybe family and friends and, and yeah. you
2: know, somebody will take care of her, you know, because she's helpless. But... But at the same time, you know, I love her to death, you know, and she's a beautiful person. It's yeah. just a very difficult thing. Yeah, it's it's you know? scary. It's scary I, for me, for her. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're feeling yeah. for her.
0: I, I told this story in one of our podcasts. My grandmother, my parents' grandparents had been married for like 45 years and my grandpa decided to leave. And she was 15 when they got married, 17 by the time she had kids. So at the age of 40 plus, I guess 45 something, she had nothing. She didn't have an education. She'd never worked outside the home. She'd never done anything that wasn't for her family. Mm -hmm. She had no idea how to take care of herself. No idea how to, what finances, what bills to pay. And I just, I remember watching that thinking, and I was 10. I don't remember how old I was, but old enough to know I will never be in that position. I will never. And I've always told my husband, everybody can agree or not, but I've always said, I choose to have you in my life. I don't need you. I want you here. And that's that's both of us. We feel mm-hmm. that way about each other. It's like we don't need each other financially. We don't need each other for any specific reason. We choose to have you here. And I wish more women would feel that way about their smiles. Is that wrong? That's absolutely. No, that's absolutely 100%. I just, I just don't think that whole, I need him. I need him to take care of me. No. No, you don't.
2: Right. No, you don't. And, and, and I think the sooner you realize that, whether that is go out and get an education makes you feel empowered, mm-hmm. or have a job on the side, or, you know, take courses or do something. Yeah. It's you know, baby get steps, involved, you don't have to go know? all in.
0: But just making some sort of progress to independence,
2: and people like to work with people they know. So yeah. always network. You mm-hmm. know, never just be a stay-at-home stay-at-homer. You yes. know, network, That's right. meet people, get to know
0: people. I agree with that hundred percent. Do your kids? This is kind of going off on another tangent. I'm a little ADD. Um, your kids? Do they think that you're just a, a hero?
2: I mean, do they think you're pretty badass? Yeah, they do think I'm badass. I love it. They do. I. They should. And their friends think I'm badass. I, I love get it. Uh, yesterday um, at that or whatever day before yesterday at that women's conference in Huntington Beach. Um, my son was out in California with his girlfriend. He's he got a text from somebody that was at that conference that he had worked with. And he right. Goes, your mom's badass.
1: And, you know, <laughs> He's like, dude, your mom's here. She's so cool. Yeah. They're like,
2: can I just give you a hug? You know. Yeah. So I. You know. I. I just. I think what what's interesting about me that I hear from people is that I am badass and that, <laughs> and that I am raw and that I do um, convey my real self, my real problems, my real issues. Yeah, you're and, very authentic. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I think that's unusual today. Mm, maybe, it is. You know, because people like to either pretend. inflate or pretend <laughs> or act or be somebody, you yeah. know, and... I'm just who I am, you know, I'm not, um, I don't feel like I'm special, I feel like I'm still a Montana girl at Mm -hmm. heart, you know, and that's who I am, and- Hopefully, you like it, but if you don't, I don't care.
1: You Which know, is so. It's so great. It is so great. And it's that. And I'll be honest, like, she, you know, she's like, oh, the CEO of Buzz Balls is coming. I was like, oh, okay, now I got to put on, like, my serious and face. I was like, like, no. I got to put on my work face. But, I, like, it, sitting in front of you, it feels like you're just, like, someone that's, like, would be in our circle. And it's so refreshing because it's like a lot of people do, they try to put on, like, you know, um, a representation of what they think people want to see. And in reality, you're just like, no, I just, I am who I am. Just and me. like, and, and when you, when you drop the F bomb, I was like, oh man, she's my people. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, because it's like, that's, it's, it's real fucking life. Like we say bad words, we go through shitty situations. And I love that you're able to talk about like your marriage So raw because it's like, you know, not every day is going to be sunflower and roses. Like it's, you know, or whatever, sunshine and roses. It's not going to be great all the time. You guys are going to go through shitty situations. You're going to have, you know, bad times, good times, like whatever, even though you guys made it out on the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: that's, 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 you know, one of the cool things about a relationship and, and being in. Being a badass, I guess, is you fix things too? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So fixing my marriage was one thing. Too. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I came out on the other side. Thirty years of marriage, right? You know, forever marriage, you <laughs> yeah. know, no, I'm <laughs> but forever. <you> know, forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Sometimes so it feels like it that. does. Oh my you God, know, so it's funny. so funny, but it's um, you know, I I think that fixing it is is testament to. You know, I did this. I did this, and mm-hmm. now I fixed my marriage. That's right. Too. You know, I could have gone for somebody else for sure. And I don't know. Maybe that would have been better, or maybe it wouldn't have. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe the problem was me all along. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was me not liking who I was and yeah. I had to reinvent myself to like myself and yeah. now because of that I I'm like sure him, there's some know? truth so, in I'm that. Sure yeah, absolutely. Some yeah. wiggle room all the way through there, so. Right.
0: Do you ever feel like when you hear all these accolades like especially the most recent um EY's Entrepreneur of the Year, that's yeah, huge. I love like that. are That's you amazing. Super, like do you ever have a moment of wow, this is my life. Like I created this, this is happening. I'm just
2: so happy that EY chose me for that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, you know, I've been in the EY ecosystem for a while now. Right. And, um, I was also their EY winning women. And so that was kind of like my intri- entry into the EY system, Ernst & Young. Um, so they, they take, like 10,000 applicants every year for this Winning Women program. And it's women who have owned their own businesses that have made over a million dollars that have done da 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 you know, all these things. Um, And then of those, they picked 12. And I was one of the twelve in 2016. Yeah, and so that was really cool. They in and all of the support they gave me for free. Wow, you know, for winning that was just unbelievable. And then I thought, well, what is it they want? You know, what's the <laughs> hook? You know, what what is it they want? Well, obviously, they want me to do business with them. Um, sure. You know, somewhere down the road, when I can afford it, when I want to. Um, but then this year it was just like, you know, my, my business is really booming. We're way up. Um, we're, you know, 46 states, seven countries. It's crazy busy. I'm adding a second shift. I just bought a $5 million warehouse next door. You know, it's just crazy busy and, um, fun. Yeah. Gosh, it's so fun, you know? And, and I love that EY chose me. I love all the accolades that we're getting. Mm -hmm. I love all the speaking engagements that that leads to yeah, all and, this
0: exposure, I'm sure. And
2: before I never had time for any of that. I was always just out there rolling up my sleeves and getting the yeah, work done, right. you know? And so now I've hired some top notch people that can come in and I can coach them and they can work with me and I can let them loose and they go right. do their thing. They've already got their relationships. And so the salespeople, the marketing VPs, you know, these people are gangbusters in their area. And and so I'm just letting them go, and then I'm doing these things and supporting the business and just looking at it from a different angle. So, so it helps. on that note,
0: so we're both in staffing uh-huh. um, search. So sure. I'm curious, when you are hiring people, and I'm not just saying like your executives, your VPs, when you're hiring staff, because my guess is you probably, for a long time, you had to probably meet most everyone that joined your team, right? What do you look for when you hire someone? Is it based on a resume? Is it the soft skills? Is it a combination? If I I like them. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's but what the gets first them in the thing? door? What gets them in the door? Their resume gets okay. them in the door.
2: So their resume gets them in the door. If they're a job hopper, I don't really look at them too much. If they've got drugs on their um, background, I yeah. don't look at them. You know, they got to be able to pass a drug test okay. um, and a criminal background test. So once you get through those basics, which most people can, you know, get through sure. those. And you know, if they're a good, warm human being and they are really genuinely interested in in this job. You know, the biggest thing to me, because I can teach them yeah. whatever I want to do, if, as long as they have the personality. I love so. to hear
0: you say that, Marilee, because that is, that's not common anymore. No. So now, Not from hiring want, managers. No, no. They, they want somebody, they want, obviously you have to be likable, and obviously you've got to be able to connect, clearly, but they trump that with... Can I just throw them into the job and they're just going to go from day one? They're going to hit the ground running. I don't have to train them. I don't have to spend any time it with them. It depends
2: on the job.
0: you I'm know, sure. like I've got
2: warehouse workers. So it's like, okay, I can train you on how to do this. A receptionist, I can train you how to do that. But, you know, a tax attorney or, well, yeah, you know, something sure, like sure. that yeah. needs some <laughs> actual hard skills. You yeah. know, so.
0: <laughs> I, feel bit, I feel that there's a, we're, we're missing talent. These days, they so used to have more of a mentorship, like what you were just saying. I'll hire mm-hmm. somebody, I'll train them, especially if, if it's I like sales them, sales or yes, marketing. Absolutely, you know. And if
2: they have the know-how, like, um, like I have, some people in marketing, you know, it's like they don't have the skills in some of the graphics area, but if they were really gung ho, they could go out and get that. Yeah, you know. So that's I really like people I can get along with mm-hmm. and that are really driven and fun and really yeah. work hard. You know, and it's like hey, shit, I don't care. I'll go clean the bathrooms if you need me that's to clean right. the bathrooms. You know, I'll do whatever it takes attitude. Yep. That kind of drive is what I'm looking for. Well, that's
0: because that's who you are. Yeah. Right. You're going to exactly. do whatever you got yeah. to do to get shit done.
2: I don't want somebody crying to me that, you know, they're scared of me because, you know, I demand too much or I'm this or I'm that. you You're know, like, I I'm do like, that
0: to myself. I'm just like, <laughs> exactly. you,
2: do that. You, do that. You, do that. You right. know, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, we'll, we'll all get it done. Right. You know, but I don't want somebody going, well, that's not in my job description. I did not <laughs> want to make coffee. Like, you know, and it's like this
0: co- is your last day. <laughs> right. <Yeah.
2: laughs> I'm like, I'm the one that comes up to the dishwasher at the end of the day and sees that there's stuff in it and unloads it. And right. Takes, you know, Nancy's dishes that she left in the sink, didn't put in the dishwasher. So I rinse them out and put them in the dishwasher. I'm the one that cleans out the coffee pot, you know, I mean nobody in my work's above doing anything. That's right. right? So it
1: should be. Well, yeah, like employees and, you know, members of your team that like to have a sense of ownership because it's like, you know, this is your vision. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But, How, yeah. How is it working with your kids? And
2: you, do they,
1: is it, do they work uh, for you?
0: Yeah.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh.
1: That's so cool.
2: So Who all works for my, you? My oldest son, Alex okay. is 27. He's president of our company now. Love it, so that. He that's amazing. He's married to Christina, his longtime girlfriend from high school. They got married two years ago. They've been together though, 10 years. Um, and uh, you know, she's our logistics manager. Very and so cool. handles all shipping. And she's done everything in the company. Same with my other sons. Um, they, they've both done everything in the company. Um, my youngest son, Andrew, is 24, and he has the California market, and he's sales all the way south. Wow. So does he live in California or does he live here? We've got three places in California, so he stays. He bumps from one place okay. to the next, and then he also has a house in uh, Dallas. Okay. you know, wow. So, okay. so um, yeah, he's traveling all the time. I'm traveling all the time. Um, so and then my husband works for us too as is a he CFO. your cfo okay yeah, that's what i was wondering oh you know i mean I, I we're getting big enough to where we finally can use a cfo you know before yeah. we were too small you know couldn't afford it and just weren't big enough so, right so now it's like time
0: i meant to have i actually have buzz balls in my little fridge and i oh, meant okay. to like stack them up here just to look you know like we're all well, in. Well, we'll stack balls.
1: them for a picture
0: We'll stack them and we we'll oh, That's a, a good idea. We'll have Kylie take a picture we, we have them in our home. Right? Yeah, <laughs> well, yes, because they are a
1: party staple at our house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Amanda Shapiro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, she she definitely purchases them and brings them frequently. O- but we
1: love. I mean, we love them. Oh, but she like eats, breathes, sleeps buzz balls, like for sure. Like oh, the first my gosh. time I came over, she started. We we're like swimming in the pool and whatever, and she's like oh my gosh, like, do you know what this says? And I'm like, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not even a drinker. I just don't drink just because I'm a single mom and I'm too busy. Not that I don't like it. Don't, don't it. <laughs> not that I don't like having some wine or a nice boozy cocktail, but um, we were in the pool and she was like, you know, telling me about them and the favorite flavors and all this stuff. And I was like, man, that's such an awesome concept. Like, and then she opened it and I was like, I'm sold. <laughs> that's it. You got me. So we are right
0: at about an hour. Okay. So I want to honor your time. But before we let you go, I ask everyone, all of our guests, if you could go back um, and talk to your 20 year old
2: self, what advice would you give? I would have started sooner on myself. Yeah. You know, Mm. um, and not felt the need to please other people so much. Right. You know, um, I know that people have to use Mm. their um, intuition when they're working with people and you don't want to say the wrong thing or be too, um, overpowering or overbearing. But at the same time, just use your intuition to meet people, talk to people, expand your horizons, network, work in your field, and then figure out what it is that you're going to do to make yourself financially independent. Right. You know, um, and hopefully it's something that you really really enjoy doing. Right. You know, hopefully it's, you know, like I I wanted to be an actress, but once I got into it I realized I don't make any money doing this <laughs> at all. <laughs> You're like you this know. is not going to It's help like the me top 1% that yeah. actually yeah. make any money. Yeah. If, yeah. And so, you know, and, and then I plus I I I just thought it was a boring thing to do, you know, okay. standing around all day. You know, it was pretty boring, but um, you know, it was fun a little bit, but not my thing, my thing is going crazy all day, yeah. you know, and, and I love booze, you know, I love having a cocktail at the end of the day, yes. and, you know, so yeah, I guess my 20 year old self would have, um, you know, I've always been a fast mover and everything, but at the same time, I always cared more about what a guy thought about me than what I thought about me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's more important for me just to, to to focus in on myself and make sure that I'm heading in the right direction.
1: I love it. I'm so happy that you said that. Yeah. There was another, I was uh, at another WeBank event, and there was, um, so a, a woman leader, she's the CEO of Bravo Tech. She created the, it's a IT staffing firm. And I asked her that same question. Um, I was like, how did you kind of, pull reel yourself back in from trying to be a pleaser she was like i just wasn't born that way i wasn't a pleaser she was i was i wasn't worried about anybody else Myself, me, I'm everybody, I'm so concerned about everybody else. Stop and it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was before. You're I like, think just I
0: was
1: probably at like 28 or 29. I'm about, I'll be 31 this uh, September, but it was like, it was like 30. It was like a pivotal point, a pivotal mark for me. And I just said, I just said, fuck it. I was like, I don't care about anybody else. I don't care. Like not that I don't care about them, but I'm not, I'm no longer serving anyone right, That's the I'm not married anymore. That. I'm not worried about what my mom thinks, what my dad thinks, anybody else. You know how I'm worried about me and my little, girl like that's it everybody else can go suck it like I don't care <laughs> I don't because I'm like I'm following my passions I'm following my dreams I'm pursuing my goals like everybody else can go kick sand like, I thought I you don't cared care. what I thought about you but I, I guess you you're don't. right I don't just don't <laughs> care don't. at all
0: <laughs> so before we sign off where can we get buzz balls everywhere yeah yes. everywhere
2: and we just signed a deal with 7-eleven we are in winco's we're in tom thumb now. wow yeah, um, so we have wine-based cocktails and spirit-based cocktails, and then we have all of our Southern Champion, vodka, rum, yeah. gin, bourbon, so Crooked Fox, bourbon, um, it's out there at Total Wine. Go to Total Wine. I babe. love Just your vodka. That's it. what I buy, actually. Our 13 kings. Yes, yes, Yeah. yes. So- that is called Thirteen Kings because it's thirteen times perfected. It's eight times distilled and in five days we filter it to wow. make sure it's super clean. It's
1: mm-hmm. great, everyone. So definitely go check it out for sure. Are you guys on uh, social media? Obviously oh, we yeah. have a website. Check
2: out southernchampion.com okay. and buzzballs.com.
0: Thanks. Okay, awesome. Thank you again. Thank oh my you So Thank you much you guys. Yeah. So much, so much wisdom right there. I um loved it. and share our
1: Absolutely. So we uh we also have a website, uh, www.biggirlpantspod.com. We are on Twitter at Big P O number one, just the number one. Um, Instagram, Big Girl Pants Pod. Uh, we, ha- we are on Facebook as well, Big Girl Pants Podcast, and LinkedIn, uh, Big Girl Pants Podcast. And I think that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay, All right, great. everybody. Thanks
0: so much. <laughs> Peace. Bye.